This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Red Panda Report Special, Episode 1, where I will be discussing Episode 1, the very first episode, all the way back from 1937, of The Shadow. So, uh, this episode is called... Let me see. Uh, The Death House Rescue. It originally aired September 29th, 1937. I cannot find a link to it on... I cannot find a link to who wrote it or directed it, so I like to give credits where I can. The only people I can give credits to are the actors, and I don't have them listed right now. But there's a link to all the Shadow episodes in the show notes, and you can find out who worked on what and when it aired, which is exactly what I did, and I'm providing that link for you. Also, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to The Death House Rescue and you'd like to, you can find it in the same podcast feed, since it's uh, not (laughs) duty-free. That's cigarettes at the airport. Um, Since it's restriction-free, copyright-free, I went ahead and downloaded the episode from archive.org, and I've uh, put it into... I've uploaded it to my website, and it's in the podcast feed for... Uh, Red Panda Report, and uh, yeah, you can find it there, or if you go into the show notes, you can find the link that's uh, on my, or you can find the file to play it and listen to it is in the show notes of this very podcast episode, so you can hear it for yourself, either before you listen to me talk about the episode, or you can check it out after the fact if you like what I had to say about it, and are curious to hear the full thing in context for yourself. So, anyway, why am I talking about The Shadow, because Red Panda is very much inspired by the Shadow radio show, and that's really it. (laughs) Um, I thought it would be fun to check out uh, a few episodes of the Shadow radio show, and I thought, hey, I'm doing this Red Panda thing anyway, so why not just put them both together and do it like that? So anyway, this is the first time you're going to get this big preamble. I will do more episodes of the Red Panda Report specials where I am covering the Shadow, and then... And in not too long, I'll just be covering uh, the Red Panda Adventures by Greg Taylor, distributed by DakotaRingTheater.com. Was it your source for adventure? Anyway, um, moving on. I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. First of all, I'm going to start off with things that I thought were less than wonderful, uh, things that were off in the episode. And I really just have one thing, which is that there were times when some of the dialogue felt needlessly drawn out, almost like they were being told to slow down to hit commercial break at the right time or something like that, because I believe the way that these were filmed, or recorded rather, was on live radio broadcasts. You know, they did it live, they performed live, and they just had to not mess up. And if they did, you know, that stayed in the record. But I think because of that, they would have had time themselves to have each segment last until a commercial break, or sponsor ad, or, or what is it, ad, ad spot, and then it would go on from there. So I bet there were times when they either had to speed up what they were saying or slow it down so they could make time. And uh, I felt like I could hear some of that in the episode. So that's not too great. But overall, uh, it didn't affect too much of it um, because, like I said, there were just a few spots where that turned out that way. Uh, For the stuff that I really enjoyed in this episode, I've got a couple things. Uh, The Shadow has a fascinating duality to him as a character. His help to the Gordon family is utterly humanitarian, while his treatment of Lefty and Red is almost as cold and callous as how they treated Paul Gordon, who they uh, framed for murder. He was their patsy. Uh, 
Lamont and Margot ensure that the Gordon family gets the financial help they need and Paul gets his freedom, his life back. On the other hand, it seems like the Shadow relishes driving these criminals into a frenzy that leads them to put themselves in the crosshairs, literally, of the police. He gleefully turns their trap back on them. His actions are overall heroic, but there's a dark edge to it all that is part of what makes him so compelling. Uh, next thing, Grace and Paul Gordon's dramatic struggle is a perfect start to the Shadow's adventures. The scene with them at home before Paul gets in trouble feels so personal and intimate. They are utterly sympathetic with their sick baby who could die without money for medical treatments. Paul is earnest uh, and desperate and not sure why Grace married him. When Grace rebuffs Paul's self-effacement and insists that things will be okay, that she believes in her husband, uh, the family's doom is made certain and the stakes are set high. Uh, it isn't the end of the world that will happen, but it's the end of one family's world. Um, uh, if the Shadow can't overturn the death warrant placed on a simple, down-on-his-luck man. The petty criminals aren't especially bright or competent, but evil need not be to make the good suffer. Which, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what is going on. And it's both, like, the dramatic stakes for this couple and just, like, the fly-on-the-wall you know, silent viewer, I was going to say voyeuristic, but that's not the right phrase I'm looking for, but just like, you feel like you're there between a couple having this real conversation, uh, or at least I did, listening to them, and it's just, it's very raw, and very personal, and close, and like, I don't know, I could identify, you know, I'm married, I have kids, and to think what it would be like if I couldn't uh, handle medical bills, which, you know, if God forbid there were some sort of emergency, I don't know what I would do, despite the fact that I have insurance, because most people who have extreme medical emergencies end up uh, having ridiculously high bills that they can't take care of. And even in 1937, this was something that the uh, writers, the team working on this, decided would be a good hook to pull people into the Shadows world and thought it would work out well. And, I mean, it, it garnered sympathy for me even, uh, not 100 years later, but like 90 years later, or 80-something years later. So that's that's darn impressive, I would say. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, there were a couple odd things. Uh, there were five or six times when people uh, end a dramatic statement with a phrase like, it was only a shadow. And uh, the music... Uh, it's, you know, it's a little hokey, a little funny, but it's also cool and fun at the same time. Um, you know, that's the name of the show. That's the name of the eponymous character. Yes, it is. Uh, it's just got like a funny ring to it, but I mean, ultimately it works and it does feel ominous, but I, I don't know. It makes a shadow feel ominous and powerful and ever present because there are shadows all around you. Even in the day, there are shadows that loom uh, you know, all around. I'm I'm out in the bright sunny day and there are shadows from trees and plants and cars and, you know, fences and things like that. And I don't know, ascribing this power or something to something so ubiqui ubiquitous is kind of um kind of interesting. Kind of uh lightens up the imagination and causes it to be stirred, I guess you could say. And uh so one other <laughs> odd thing, Grace Gordon um lets Margot Lane in uh, because she says she's a friend, she thinks she's a reporter or something at first, but when she realizes she's not and she, Margot says she's a friend, she just lets her in. And uh, I find that kind of strange because she's got, you know, a, a ill baby at home who needs to be protected and her husband's not there and she just lets some woman in. And, you know, it might be because it's 2023 and I'm a little 
cynical or because I've seen so much happen in the world, it just seems shocking that you would just so easily let a stranger into your home, uh, especially when you're living in the city and especially, you know, under the particular circumstances of her situation. It just seemed kind of odd. All right, there's some cool lore stuff that is discussed, brought up in, you know, conversation um, between Lamont Cranston, who is The Shadow, and Margot Lane, and I'll tell you some of the stuff I found. So, The Shadow's been at work in the city for about five years. It is unclear how long he and Margot Lane have been working together. Uh, it is also unclear if they are a couple or not. So, if you want to know about that, I have no nothing to tell you about it. Um, Lamont traveled around Europe and the ancient world to become the master of the mind he is now. He refers to psychology, natural magics that have been forgotten by modern man, and unnatural magics as the tools of his trade. He guards these secrets from falling into the wrong hands, in part by being the shadow only in secret. That's called security through obscurity. That's both a tech joke and a... I don't know, etymology person joke. Uh, and I will not elaborate because it's... I've lost the plot already. Anyway, moving on. Uh, not only can the shadow cloud men's minds to make himself invisible to them, but he can seemingly alter his appearance at will. He disguised himself as one of the guards to get close enough to Gordon to see through his minds... Uh, to see through his mind to find the clue that could save Paul Gordon. Okay, one last thing, I think. Uh, the shadow can see other people's memories seeing through their eyes via some form of mind-to-mind -mind connection, uh, which I think he refers to as a type of telepathy. Um, he chided Gordon several times to stay focused on the day of the robbery and on those memories, because as Gordon's mind uh, drifted to other things, it became difficult for the shadow to see those pertinent memories, which those end up being the key to get... Well, yeah, that ends up being the key to help the Shadow find the clue that will free Gordon and ultimately doom uh, Lefty and Red. Lefty and or Red. I can't remember which one of them gets killed, but it's one and not the other. I think it's Lefty. Red was in the back seat, and I think Red was... Or Lefty was in the front. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, that's about all I have to say. Uh, so... I told you my general thoughts on the shadow, things that I thought weren't so great, things that I thought were really good, some interesting things that I found, and some observations about the lore and the world of the shadow that I made or found in listening to this. And uh, I suggest that you check it out, at least these episodes with me that I'm going to be talking about, because that's just a little bit more for us to talk about. Uh, but don't worry, after these half dozen or so uh, special episodes are done, I will be going right into Red Panda Adventures, and those will be coming out at a consistent pace, my reviews of them, to give you time to uh, listen to them yourself, and check out the reviews, and have a conversation with me about it, because I like the show, and if you like, uh, if you like The Shadow, you're certainly going to like Red Panda Adventures. And if you like some of the other things that I'm into and that's how you found me, then I think you'll like Red Panda Adventures and want to talk about them with somebody because lots of cool stuff happens. And uh, they're a lot of fun and it's a very well-written series written all by one person with one creative vision, which is really cool and really exciting. So anyway, uh, with that, I am going to head and get out of here and encourage you to go to my website and check out my other review material as well as my writing and other things that I have there. Until next time, goodbye and good night. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. 
There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.